I'm just like, welcome to part two. <laughs> <laughs> part two. <laughs> right. But, but but no, it's a really good movie. And there was a scene in there where like, uh, I forget what they called it, but they called it like a, a, a sing song or a sing off or something. And this when they nice. played one generic beat and like people like joined in. And I was nice. like, this is going to be my wedding. At my wedding, it's going to be one big musical. Everybody have to sing something. If you can't sing, you're not coming. You know? <laughs> if you can't sing. <laughs> you, 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 you know, lot, lot, like the... You can pastor. wait till the wedding's over and we'll talk later. <laughs> right? Lot, lot, like the pastor has got to sing Satisfied. You know, I'm going to sing, yes. you know me and ariana grande because that's who i plan on marrying is gonna sing you know um <laughs> uh, w- w- what's that song live in my house i'll be your shelf i'll cover you from rent that's what it is nice. yeah, yeah but, but, but but i need you to sing if i never do you like i already have your partner but yes. i need you to sing that song i will happily oblige to any singing requests i yeah, <laughs> love but, it but i'm so glad you're a Di- it's hard to find disney fans now i'm like did y'all what kind of childhoods did y'all have oh i know well my boyfriend's never seen little mermaid i'm like come on you've never seen the little mermaid come on yeah <laughs> i guess like i guess guys are like way different right right what's your, I, like I like disney guys. too i like disney too there we but go there we go that actually yeah because i was like well then like mulan too like i was singing like i'm never gonna catch my breath hope he doesn't see my through me and he was like what what are you singing i was like you never heard this song before <laughs> Yeah, the classics, man. Yeah, come on. It's a classic. You got to see it. And so I was trying to move on. I got them about halfway through. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Yeah, no. Little, little victories. Which brings me to my next question. What's your favorite Disney movie of all time? Oh, okay, okay. Wait, was this planned? Or did... No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. I okay, impromptu. Yeah. No, okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. I want to say Mulan. I just love, like, the aspect behind it. They're just, like, like now re-watching it, I was, like, paying more attention to the lyrics, right? And I was like, oh, my God. Because yeah. they're, like, uh, like, just, like, be quiet. Like, be be nice. Be, be, like, what a woman should be. It's just, like, quiet. And, like, even in the, like, uh, like a girl was fighting for, right? And then yeah. they were like, how about a girl who's got a brain, like, or something? Who always speaks her mind? And they're like, nah. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it just, like, kind of highlights. It's very relevant, you know? Um, and, um, you know, I feel like even in, in like, business, it's, str- like, there are women struggling to get equal pay, even though they do the same amount of work. And that is still um, something that needs to be highlighted. Um, and and just like um, even um, a couple of occasions, um, not going to say anything um, bad to anything, but it was just like, you have to wear pants. Like, or well, like, wait, sorry, sorry. You, you have to wear a dress and like, you can't wear jeans. You can't wear this, you know? And things like that, yeah. and like I changed that. <laughs> you know, I was like, no, I'm. I, I think it's just because guys know, like, like I honestly feel like women are like the most powerful beings on this earth. And <laughs> I feel scared. like, yeah, and, and I feel like guys realize that, and girls don't, so that's why they 
put those hurdles there because you know in in all reality you guys control us <laughs> you know? so, so 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 yeah they're like well, we can't let this happen for yeah, the we, can't, we can't let the women take over when yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a plethora of like um incredibly smart and talented women out there and i'm just waiting like this presidential election is very frustrating because it's just like out of all these smart, intelligent people in the world, we have these two choices for real. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh my goodness. Two senile old men, you know. Yeah. And but, but, uh, but, but yeah, but, but I would I definitely heard... say um, I would definitely say like Mulan, you know, I've struggled with trying to find who I was um for most of my life. Like, with like reflection, mm-hmm. I went through an extremely difficult time transitioning middle schools i mean i i moved in the middle of seventh grade to dallas texas so i really didn't know how to act i, I came across as like extremely awkward because number one when i went to public school and i didn't go to preschool school <laughs> i was homeschooled yeah. and when i went to public school i would blurt out the answer i would be loud and my teachers would always be like pull a ticket time off recess like at what like why do we get punished? <laughs> like, like I was right. like, I was, I said the right answer. Like I got all the answers right. And they would punish me for doing that because I didn't raise my hand, you know? And I, but at the same time, like I get it fine. But like, at what point are we suppressing kids and like trying to minimize their voice, you know? And uh, exactly. yeah. And so like, and then like, I got bullied so hard, like in, in that sense. And, and just like, I was so loud and like, but I was myself. Like, I feel like when we're kids, we just have no filter. And we're just, like, out there and we're doing it. And it feels good. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, and I didn't really care what people said, you know, as far as, like, she laughs too much. She's she's so loud and blah, 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 blah. I, I didn't care. I was just, like, I still went for it. I, like, I would be upset at the end of the day. I would be upset. But I still would be myself. Um, and then yeah. but when I transitioned to, like, middle school and seventh grade, that's why I wanted to like fit in like I wanted to be like accepted so I I was quiet like I was extremely extremely quiet and then I realized people made fun of me for being quiet <laughs> mm-hmm. or being awkward and then either way it's just like be yourself no matter what because people will find a way to like pick you apart no matter the case so oh uh, yeah like everybody's gonna hate you everybody's gonna love somebody's gonna hate you somebody's gonna love you you know at the end of the day but that's cool so you could relate to the song reflections a lot then yeah like when like because yeah. like at the same time everyone outside you is telling you a different thing but like we never really listen to like what's going on inside of us but we well at the time it seems so important to like figure out what everyone wants out of you but now, like, looking back at it, like, I wish I would have just, like, been myself, you know, or like, I would have, yeah. I wish I would have just, like, ignored that and then, and then not worried about it so much. Cause I mean, I wasted a lot of time just like, <laughs> just like thinking that. Cause like, obviously, it didn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but yeah, Mulan is a great movie. Uh, my top two would have to be pocahontas and tarzan just because you'll be in my heart is one of my favorites but i really really like pocahontas oh pocahontas is also great i i mean i i'm in yes love it love it and then uh i got is is hamilton a disney film now (laughs) i guess it is that's my favorite (laughs) i also i mean i just the intelligence behind that show is I mean, the artistry behind it and the acting behind it is is wow. I mean, um, I, I think it's Elise Goldsberry. 
I think. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, Goldsberry, um, in her role as Angelica, I mean, wow. Like, her acting was the most complex, I think. Um, and just watching her facial expressions and, like, how it's leading to different, um, like, how she's realizing things in the moment. And you can see it on her face. That is what was so cool about having the film. Um, as you like it, all these details were just like blown up in your face. Whereas like, if you're in the audience, like you still feel it, you know, and you yeah. see it from a distance. But now that we have this film, like, and it's like close up on her face, you can see what's going on in her mind. Like, and you can yeah. feel that. And I, I cried at least like six times in Hamilton. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And I was <laughs> listening to uh, a Linwell Miranda interview this morning and he was saying like, he really put detail into it. Like notice how Burr always walks in like a straight line and <laughs> Hamilton walks kind of towards the crowd that represents Hamilton is the type of person he looks at all the possibilities with Burr, you know, he's just straight for it this way, you yeah. know, and and like how uh the king doesn't really fit in the uh in the Hamilton when you think about it. And he said he wrote it like that because the king would always intrude, you know, on It was. Them. It and, was intrusive. It broke it up. Yeah. Yeah. And and also like his song was styled as like a Beatles song, you know, because he's from what, <laughs> yeah. So just little details like that, man. The movie was awesome. Who's your top three favorite actors of all time? Oh man, ah uh, gosh, um, man, that's a hard question. Um, it could be male, female, or both. Okay, um, Tom Hanks, number one. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I just, I oh, mean, I love Tom Hanks. I I love okay so not a lot of people know about this movie but it was his directorial debut he also kind of like acted in it as well but it's called that thing you do have you seen it Mm -mm. okay you should watch it put it on your list to watch it's just a good it's a feel-good movie it's not like acting intrusive like but I just like the fact that he directed it and it just showcases a different side of him as well um and of course like uh gosh Forrest Gump is a masterpiece and that movie makes me cry um <laughs> Bridge of Spies is also a really good Tom Hanks movie that I felt like he did a really good job acting in that um oh man um like Goldsberry is like hitting my list right now just because like I understand how hard it is to sing and to have all these choreography steps memorized at the same time as you're singing yeah. <laughs> and then and then also acting and that's uh, incredible um, and fun fact, Satisfied, Limwell Miranda was like, Satisfied was the hardest song I've ever written. And she learned it in one night. Oh, my God. No yeah. way. Yeah. Wait, why did she learn it in one night? Well, they had somebody else. Uh, they had somebody else for the role. And she was really going to be just an understudy. But, you know, that person dropped out or had another commitment. And he was like, oh, snap, she never learned satisfied. And so, you know, he literally drilled her and he was like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. She's never going to get it. He actually was thinking about pulling it from the show and having an easier song. And she's like, no, I got it because the type of actor she is, she thinks in like real time. So she was actually able to listen to it like she said she listened to it all night. And, you know, by that time, she got it and you wouldn't even. (laughs) It's wild. 
Oh yeah. my gosh, that's a, oh my, that's amazing. Yeah, cause she nailed that. You would never know that that's like a really hard song. I mean, unless yeah. you try to do the rap yourself, it obviously is like a very difficult song. But she made it so effortlessly. Like, um, it, it just made sense. Like watching her perform it, it was just like wow. Like she makes this look very like fluid. That's like it. It wasn't ever at a point where I was just like, this is too hard for her. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Gosh, another actress. Um. I'm a huge fan of old comedy for, I just think there's a lot more that goes into it. Um, um, I really like uh, Carol Brunette. I really like Lucille Ball. I mean, some of you watch her old sketches. Oh, there's yeah. a lot the that goes classics, into it. And then, I mean, the comedic timing. Oh, also, Peter Falk will forever be my favorite. No one ever knows who he is. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> his, I mean, his work was just very... Um, how do I describe Peter Falk? He played um, Columbo in this old TV series called Columbo. And it, it, oh, oh my God. Okay. So, like, I have like very old parents and very old aunts. Columbo <laughs> was when he was the detective, right? Yes. I love oh him. My, now, he would now me I'm not saying because... he's like the greatest actor of all time, but I just want to mention him because he's, it's, yes. it's iconic. Like, his character was so iconic. And that's, I appreciate. You know, those little details he went in to, like, make these. I mean, it's very, his characterization of that role is what I think I admire. Yeah, and, like, he would trip me out because, like, he would be, like, interviewing the people and, like, hounding them. And he would always go, oh, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, just one yeah. more thing. Just one more thing. Yeah. If you could sing any song for Disney Mania, what would it be? Oh, I love um, Moana's Disney, right? I'm just yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, I've been staring at the edge of the water long as... What is that song? I can remember never really... How That's Moana. How far? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have to sing songs in order to remember them. <laughs> yeah, same. So what is this song? I can da da da. I was like, oh, right, right, right. That's yeah. how far ago. I love that song. Yeah, that's a, I would probably go for that one. Yeah. Speaking of which, top three favorite songs of all time. Um, Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel. Amazing mm. song. Uh, Italian Restaurant. I think it is that song. Uh, I'd have to sing it again. Uh, Billy. Yeah. Uh, Fact checking oh, yourself over there. Uh, the song. Sorry, sorry. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Um, Kyle introduced me to that song, and it's not very well known. <laughs> it's probably because it's freaking long, but it's like yeah. seven minutes long. <laughs> but it's a really great song. Um, you should you should check it out. I just love the, I mean, his artistry. Billy Joel's just a genius. Um, and uh, let's see. Um, did not know. Uh, another favorite song. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm a really big Billie Eilish fan, too. I just like her. I mean, it's th her stuff is different, and I like the lyrics in her song. Like, I love her. It's the first time that I've heard, like, an artist, like, sing about some deep stuff, and it's really, really popular. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, she's a pop artist, and typically, like, pop artists will sing about, like, trivial things, like, uh, you're hot and you're cold, you're yes and you're no. Like, <laughs> like, 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 it's super, super catchy, right? But, like, the yeah. the lyrics. The substance, are, like, yeah, kind of there's like, no substance. And, I mean, that's what's, I mean, it's easy to tack on to, and that's, like, no, nothing against that. 
Um, and it's actually like, there's like a formula behind all that. And I could go into that, but, uh, <laughs> but um, Billie Eilish actually like broke through the barrier of just like having these like, in like cool kind of like meaningful songs. I really like Bellyache by Billie Eilish. It's one of her older songs. Um, yeah. Really that like that That's song. actually, that's actually one of my favorite songs. I was just telling uh, my friend the other day, I miss the old Billie Eilish. Like some of her, get... yeah. Some of her new yeah. stuff is just like, she's not really singing that much. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, give me the belly aches, give me the burns, yes. you, you know, you know and, and, and not to say, cause I feel like, she's done the best at going mainstream and actually keeping somewhat of her old style because her new style isn't that different. It's not too different, no. Yeah, I agree. But but there's still something about, I forget what uh, EP that was, but there's still something different about, like, the belly aches, the ocean eyes, the birds, oh, you I, know. I, yeah, just like, it, well, those songs, I feel like, pull a little bit more emotionally. The other ones yeah. are kind of just like, oh, this is a cool song, you know? <laughs> it's just two different, yeah. like, feels. And I think she did that in order to, like, get more, like, this mainstream um, recognition, you know? Because, like, she's yeah. just writing full. And then, obviously, like, she's writing about stuff. I did like, though, the the one that she came out with. It's, like, oddly catchy. I didn't think it was at first. But then the more you listen to it, um, it's the... Uh, 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 what is it? Um um what is that song it's like what her newest uh everything i wanted i got everything i wanted oh uh, yeah everything everything I wanted. like i like that one um it it was like it made you think like i liked it um i didn't think she was singing that much in it but maybe that's just a stylistic choice you know so yeah and she actually literally had a dream about you that's know cool. her committing so like, like that song was actually. oh wait wait what happened sorry yeah 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 like she actually had a dream like the song was real she actually had a dream that she was gonna commit oh, suicide man. and nobody cared and then she woke up and she grabbed phineas and i think it's cool that they still live in the same oh, house yeah. like they bought like a mansion or anything that's awesome but she ran to Phineas and she was like I just had a dream that I committed suicide and nobody cared we have to make this into a song right yeah. now before I well, forget like a lot of what and, inspires me I feel like inspires her to write like I'm very much like intuition based um and 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 running wanting to write about things now I mean more so now than I I did back then because I feel like as you get older you have more experiences and you have you have these things that you went through that you can write about more. Um, and then especially with acting though, like I, I'm able to put myself in different shoes um, because of acting classes and that helps with writing songs too. So it's not like all my songs are like two stories, but that is incredible though. I didn't know that story from her. Yeah, it is. Give me one more song. Oh, uh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh gosh. There's just so many options. Oh man. Uh, I really like uh, That's Life by Frank Sinatra. A pocket, a poet, yes. a pawn, and the king. I've been up and down and over and out. Like, it just gets me excited. I love that song. Yeah. I've actually literally been all those things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, and I feel like it's one of his, like, 
I don't know. He does like you don't play it as much as like it's up to you, New York, New York. Like this one's more just kind of like the underdog song. I feel like I like that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Joker. It was oh, I love that. Yes, and Joker did. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Which oh man, that Joker. That was an incredible piece of art. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix I mean, is a legend. I man. wasn't like uh, people got me so hyped for it. I was a little worried that I was gonna be like. You know, like, you know, when people do that and they're like, they overhype something. And I'm just like, yeah, I was all right. You know, I thought I was all... this one actually like, lived up to the hype and like at all expectations. Like, I mean, the very few mild ones that I can have. <laughs> so I'm still learning, obviously. But like, yeah. um, I was just I really appreciated. Um, People were trying to compare um, Walking Phoenix to um, Heath Ledger. And I feel like that's, a, like, no, that's an can't. unfair comparison. People are like, he was better than this. And I'm like. There were two completely different Jokers, you know. One was exactly. for a Batman movie, and that's just a very, I mean, it's a blockbuster movie. So his Joker is obviously going to be less real, like, as in, not real. Like, it was real for what the, like, shoes he had to fill, right? Which is just extravagant, right? And Joaquin was very, res- yeah. like, refined. So completely different movies, so exactly speaking of movies what's your top three? Oh geez oh boy um <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh I'll, I'll give you mine right off the top uh mean girls number one forever always. oh nice uh yes, yeah I uh, know. sucker punch <laughs> sucker punch number two okay. and uh tarzan will have to be oh, number i love three it with it made the top yeah yeah with, with um yeah, with Bridge to Terabithia coming in <laughs> a strong form. Oh, man, yeah. that's like, oh, man. I feel like that's like the emotional one, right? Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. Oh, man, I still remember. Wow. W- 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 which is weird because it didn't hit me until yeah. like, I watched it as a kid, but I, I didn't. it didn't like make me cry until I got older. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Um, that was like, oh, there was a lot of emotions in that movie for sure. Wow, I forgot all about yeah. Bridget Terabithia. What a wow. Um, oh, those are yeah. really good options. Yeah, like oh, wow. I have to re I need to rewatch Mean Girls actually. Like it's been too long since I've rewatched that movie, so I need to watch it again. Um <laughs> oh, yeah. what about wait, what are your top songs? I want to know now. Top songs, okay. You'll be in my heart. You I also like the uh what's the other one that that is a uh, I wanna know. Can you show me? I wanna know. Oh, uh, that's a beautiful. Like me. I like that song. That, that that's a, that, that that's a beautiful song, and it's true to this day. Like my mom, that's one of her favorites from the movie. Oh, really? And it's called yeah, and it's called straight. And it's funny because you got it wrong <laughs> just now. But for years, I thought it was Strangers Lightning because <laughs> I'm. Uh, Wait, strange. No, no, strangers no, no. Like me? No, strangers like me is the correct way. Oh, that's what I said. That's what I thought I said. Whoops. Oh, 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 you you, you said people like me. No, people like me. All the now, it's not stranger. Yep, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I got the like me part right, which is what I was referring to. I thought you said lightning at the beginning. (laughs) No, no, no. I did say lightning. Like for years, because I'm a very 
metaphorical person. So <laughs> I was like, Stranger's Lightning. Maybe he's talking about the gun oh, right. or something. And, oh. Yeah, and I actually listened to the lyrics and he was like, I want to know about the strangers like me. And I was like, oh, like me. Okay. Yeah. All right, Phil. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, I got the lyrics wrong on that, but. <laughs> yeah, so it's You'll Be In My Heart. Um, mm, there's a song uh, by Anna Marie. It's very like hold on let, let me look it up i got it in my uh photos i snapped the picture like you know those songs that are so good you have to do you have an iphone yeah, yeah those songs that are so good you have to ha- a- ask siri like hey siri what's the name of this song <laughs> yeah it's it's re- it's <laughs> yeah. really really uh caribbean style really really good nice. um but while i'm looking for that my third song uh oh here it is uh L- let me live by major Lazer and anna marie you know it's very leave me alone let me live my life leave me oh, alone nice. let me live it up live it up you know it's very caribbean the uh, voice i like it yeah <laughs> and uh, my third one would have to be uh, Smile by Sia. You're never fully dressed uh-huh. without a smile by Sia, my bad. It's from the uh, Annie movie. Yeah, oh, wow. She did a version of it. I need to see it. I need to oh, hear it. Oh, she did. She redid the whole movie. She has um, uh, Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. She has Possibilities, I mean, Opportunities. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I want to hear, yeah, that was it. actually an underrated movie when you think about it. It had Jamie Foxx, Cameron Diaz, like it was very good. Nice, nice, that's super cool. I, I need to check that out actually. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, nice. I'm excited now. I new things to look at. Yeah, yes. it's funny in, um, in uh, the commercial, uh, Cameron was trying to flirt with Jamie, and Jamie was like. I believe God has a path for you. It's not here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh my god. Top goodness. three movies. All right. Um, let me see. Oh uh, gosh. Uh that's oh man, that's so hard. I love movies. Um I wanna say Bridge of Spies. I really like that one with Tom Hanks. Um that's a good one. Uh, also I want to say like Jurassic Park because like I grew up with that movie and I would watch yeah. it like not, not. I also want to say like, Harry Potter. These are not very good like acting movies though. <laughs> like, but, but 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 they don't have to be. They they're just really have to good. Be I mean they're favorites. good acting yeah. movies. But yeah yeah. Um, huh. I did uh, not know you was a. Uh, I didn't know you was a Harry Potter fan. What house are you? Do you know? I love Harry Potter. So I read all the books and sometimes I reread them just to relax me. <laughs> yeah. Do you know so what I house you're in? And then grew up with uh oh oh yeah definitely gryffindor for sure mm. it's between that or hufflepuff it's like between those it's like if, if if there was a mix it'd probably be like a little uh uh, uh huffledor yeah <laughs> I, yeah I, I went on uh pottermore.com and i took the uh test and, I, and, yeah. and i'm actually oh, a yeah. uh ravenclaw oh nice oh interesting yeah the artsy nice. part of you know we don't win any other i guess i probably all my i probably answered like too leadershipy <laughs> it's like yeah. 
feel like it very much depends on like uh I feel like you could choose your own house if you knew which questions to answer, right? You're like, well, this is Gryffindor and this is more Ravenclaw. But yeah. yeah. That's awesome though. I, I mean, technically Harry did. He was supposed to be in uh Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that's a good point. Yep, true. <laughs> I also like so like watching Daniel Radcliffe um like grow up in those movies was also really cool. I, um, because like he, he got to learn from everyone around him. It just goes to show you that, you know, um, he just started, you know, very small and like worked his way. And then he, I felt like he did a very good job, like portraying those movies. Like he's not like the best actor in the world. Gosh. Um, I really liked, um, okay. Forrest Gump is like obviously on my list. Um, and I'm trying to, I mean, there's, there's just so many movies out there that I love. A Roman Holiday is also a great one. It's just mm. an old classic. I just, something about like old movies, just get like you get like a warm, fuzzy feeling. And oh, also, yeah. um, uh, man, where's it? Like another good old movie is, uh, have you seen Bicentennial Man? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's an old one with Robin Williams. It's about him uh, becoming the first. Uh, he was a robot. Okay. And uh, he was actually, uh, there was something wrong with, he was made special to where he actually had uh, feelings because it takes place in the future where you can get your kids like robot butlers and stuff like that. And oh, wow. um, yeah, he actually wanted to, know what it felt like to be human and so as the uh movie progressed he actually becomes human and at the end it, well i'm not going to give it up give away the yeah, end i want you to see it but it's uh, it. it's beautiful and celine dion uh wrote a beautiful song for it it's called when you look at me it's very it'll make you cry it's very yeah. beautiful oh man oh i also Speaking of crying, <laughs> I recently watched um, Marriage Story. Uh -huh. um, Marriage Story with, um, oh man, the guy who plays Kylo Ren in Star Wars. Freaking name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Um, it's with him and then uh, Scarlett Johansson. I thought the acting was really well done in that as well. Um, I, um, I also really like, this is a TV series, but The Sopranos is like genius. Like, oh, yeah. I watched I watched from the beginning to the end and I was not ever disappointed. <laughs> so yeah. Adam driver was the guy you were talking about. Adam driver. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I just faced his name for a half a second. <laughs> yeah. He's very good. Also, what type of music are you into? Um, so everything and anything, honestly, I feel like the more I listen to, the more I can just like pull, um, from, and, yeah. uh, it's, um, I mean, I've just been more recently uh, liking rap. <laughs> um, if you listen to... Uh, really? You rap? What? Isn't that crazy? Is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Disney's rap. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think it's David David, right? Um, yeah. Uh, who plays um, Jefferson? Uh-huh. Uh, David, sorry, sorry, sorry. David Diggs is his name. Um, and his... his uh, some of those rap songs are like really raw and they're really interesting. And I really like his style of rap. Um, and of course, um, 
I've oh I've also listened to Mac Miller a lot more recently and I really admire his work um especially his new album that came out too um I mean his old stuff was good too um and just I guess there is um some like there's <laughs> something behind rap that I never really realized before um until like re- li- like listening to it more recently like not all of it is just like drugs sex money there's some actually like really good intelligent like like wrapped out there that is actually like oh my god how did they like fit this amount of words into this little tiny section here and then they made it flow so well so i really appreciate like rap for that reason um less like the mainstream stream rap more so like the like there's like different words behind it that make you like think so yeah who's your top two rappers um i yeah i do like mac miller um uh, gosh I, I want to say I, I want to say Eminem. I think he's yeah, yeah yeah that that was my my number one rapper is uh, Eminem just because yeah. he's like he's not human like I've seen some yeah. things he's literally made a whole song where he's taking different rappers style and using that to make fun of him like he he's <laughs> yeah 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 like he literally is so talented he's done things that no other rapper is that I was like this guy I, I don't know what he's done but he's he's not human he's not yeah. even I'm convinced and then yeah and the same thing goes for like Alicia Keys like I think she's like a goddess um <laughs> I, she I definitely mean, I is she she definitely Alicia. is she's <laughs> incredible Billie Eilish also yes incredible um so yeah a lot of pop um rap um r&b too i like to like just turn on the radio and listen to some r&b there's some some like really nice funky chords so like people like i'm like mm, nice like <laughs> the, the, the only r&b that i really listen to i like uh weak uh you, you know that song i get so weak in the knees i can yeah. hardly i like that one and i like fantasia um, I like Childish Gambino as a rapper too. I like Childish Gambino. Oh my gosh, why didn't I say that? A Childish Gambino. I love Donald Glover not only as like an artist but as an actor. I think he's mm-hmm. so funny. Um, Community. Yeah. Okay, the TV show Community. I oh man, I loved him in that. Like anything, anytime he would say something, it might have been like small because he's not like the super main character of the show. But he, oh man, he made me laugh. A million different times especially like i don't have you seen community the tv yes. show yeah okay the part where like his idol the guy who reads like the from the reading rainbow comes in and yeah. he's just like you can't disappoint a picture like why did you introduce me to him i just wanted a picture <laughs> yeah because you can't disappoint a picture and like he's in the bathroom crying like reading rainbow <laughs> who's who's your uh top three rappers that you would collaborate with if you could yes childish gambino yes 100 percent um yeah. i think it'd be really cool with uh david diggs um david, yeah yeah i mean he doing so good hamilton and i feel like his style of music is just very like i mean it's raw and like um there's like live beats versus like your technical electronic beats um, it's just um like live music kind of feel um in some of in some of his songs that he's done um that like he's probably like collaborated on um mm-hmm. I think it's like a collaboration of him and some other artists as well um and I mean 
rest in peace, but Mac Miller, if he was still alive, I, I just, yeah, I just love like his stuff is so, man, some of the stuff is, is just like, it's very touching, especially like his news, his new work that came out. It's just, yeah. Oh yeah. I actually think you, you're like just your singing style and like Matt Miller style. I think you guys would mesh well together. I would definitely like to see that. And Childish Gambino, I would be interested to see what he does with you. So that would be fun too. Oh yeah. Uh, oh man. Mine, mine, I yeah. would definitely want to see you do a collab with Eminem. I oh, want to yeah, see yeah. you do a collab with Eminem. That too. Um, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, B.O.B. I'm not sure if you oh, remember yeah. him. He hasn't really put anything out. But uh, both of us, the song he did with uh, Taylor Swift, that was really, really cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll have to look that up. I don't know if I've seen heard that. Yeah, it's a really good song. If you could collaborate with three, <laughs> who would they be? With uh, three, who? Singers. Oh, gosh. I feel like, I don't know. I like Zendaya, which is really weird to say. Oh, my <laughs> God, Zendaya. People, like, people don't really, like, listen to a whole bunch of her stuff. But if you listen to that song, the doing it, taking it off for a song, yep. it off for love. I'm like, yes. Like, yes. Um, oh, I my God, you song. sounded just like her just then. I was like, you got Zendaya <laughs> over there? And, oh my goodness! Oh, I like. I really. I love the tone of her voice. And then, um, oh gosh, ah oh, man, uh, probably yes, Billie Eilish, like a hundred percent, Billie Eilish. Um, also, yeah. um, I really like um, Summer for You Go, Louis Capaldi. I like, like I resonate. Like I feel like his music. I oh and um. Ed Sheeran, gosh, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like if you collaborate with Louis Capaldi, that song is going to just make the world cry. Honestly, <sighs> I think it's got to be so emotional. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get both it from the girl's point of view and the guy's point of view, and it's like, oh, jeez, oh, jeez. Yeah. So what's your, uh, when when you write music, what's your, writing style like because i know with me uh like i don't really because i can write music i don't really consider myself a songwriter because i can't really write on cue like normally the music i write it comes to me um already uh produced with a voice and everything like it's like almost uh the song like came to me whether it's like i'm doing something and it just comes to me or i'm dreaming about it and i just usually write you know write around it and it's funny because i don't know if you took a songwriting class at Colin, but I actually talked to the teacher and I was like, is that normal? And she said, no, but you're lucky because I've wasted hours trying to put a lyrics to a melody or melody to a lyric. So how is your writing process? Right. Yeah. I feel like it's very different for everyone. Um, honestly, I am very open to like different processes and like learning about different um, formulas. And in, in that sense, it, it, it helps you grow. Um, and then the same thing for like teachers who are probably like, you're very lucky, you know, like, obviously <laughs> it comes like, sometimes it just like appears out of thin air. Like, uh, the most recent one on Spotify, um, my single recent single on Spotify, I will came after like a heartbreak, you know? So it was so easy to just like 
poop, there it is. Like, I wrote that song in less than 45 minutes. I'm just like, and there we go. That's the song. Um, <laughs> just because, like, the emotions are there and it's very raw at the time. So then you're just like, this is my fuel, you know, like, I've got oil, <laughs> i got oil to burn. <laughs> okay. So, um, and then... And then basically, um, I've been learning right now. So I've been taking Ableton classes and then obviously studying piano with a teacher who actually used to teach and not teach, um, produce music like full time in L.A. for two chains and other people. Anyway, <laughs> so he took he, like he's kind of like semi retired now, just helping other people um, write. And so I've been learning, you know. Um, different formulas when it comes to writing songs and like um, the mainstream formula, which is basically like, all right, uh, two verses, like for a pop song, it's like two verses here, maybe two, ver like maybe a four verse um, um, verse, maybe a two verse verse, put it, put in a chorus. It's about two verses and then make this the same. And then another two verses make different. And then another two verses, there's your chorus repeat the verse at maybe at a bridge, you know, it's like different things that I didn't really, you know, like, okay, there's a formula to this. And then, uh, especially with like, um, writing music, um, different keys emit certain emotions, like different emotions, like the, um, like the key of C is a very innocent key. That's the key of Disney. Right. Um, yeah. and then, but that goes the same thing with like, um, other keys emit like a sense of loss, uh, a sense of longing, you know? Um, so you got to figure out what key you're in to figure out, you know, what emotion, you know, fits for that key. Um, and that you're singing in the right key for the song. And then, which is something I never realized before. Um, and then having, you know, different chords, like if you're singing this, you can put a minor behind it. And then um, the more drastic, like if your chords up here versus you go down low, that's dramatic, you know, and then just depends on what feeling you want to um, emit. Um, and so that was super helpful. And then I recently wrote, um, was writing a song about, you know, my past experiences where everything just kind of went blank. Um, and uh, um, basically like the lead up was kind of just like, uh, um, and like obviously like people will say like they'll paint like a blue like a blue sorry a blue clear sky picture sometimes i like to combine words like blue and picture so i'll say like clue <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um that was just like from what i said i said blue and so blue but so sometimes like in life i feel like people will say like everything's going to be like everything's great everything's awesome and the world is perfect and they'll paint like this blue clear sky picture and so, like, the beginning of the song was, like, uh, why is the sky not blue? Da -da 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 -da. Like, having this, like, demonic kind of, like, uh, chords to it. Yeah. And then, oh, I and, love that. Yeah, yeah. And then having, like, these, like, uh, like people confine me to their rules. And just, like, saying, like, how I was, like, I felt like I was so constrained. Like, there's just not enough room to, like, breathe. Um, and, like, people will like tell you this this and that and to try and make you feel better um but at the time that's just not how you may be feeling at the moment or it's like they're trying to help but it's just like i can't see what you're seeing because i just like i'm feeling these emotions so heavily right now um exactly. and that's kind of how my experiences my experiences were dealing with depression and anxiety um yeah. which is why i was like taking a break from everything like i, I took like four months off trying to recover 
um, because I was just taking on too much and then everything just like shut down. Um, so it was very, I mean, it was the most difficult point in my life. Um, and I was trying, like, I've never even attempted to write about it. Like, even when I was going through that difficult time, I was not even touching a pen and, and paper. I was, I was even like, I couldn't even write about it. I was so like, um, just like, I don't know, the balance was off in my brain per se. Right. And, and we need to make that more of a normal thing and not less of like a, Oh my God, like it, like it happens. Like people go through anxiety and depression and people shouldn't have to feel ashamed of it. And which is why I'm talking about it right now, you know? Like, yeah. I, and I was going to ask you, uh, and I'm so glad you're bringing them now so I don't have to invent a segue into it. Cause I was going to ask you, yeah, what are like for anybody listening that might be dealing with a depression or anxiety? Cause I think everybody has dealt with it. I know I have, uh, you have, how do you, how overcome that depression and anxiety yeah um it's very hard for me to say to to tell someone that's dealing with their own depression their own anxiety I feel like you know if you listen to like um different things um it could be helpful for you but at the same time like it could not like it, it could just be that um your situation is completely different than my you know anxiety and so to to fully say like, this is the right piece of advice, you know, I would never, you know, implement that. Or I would never really like, say that for sure, you know, this is ever going to work. But I will say just like, keep your heart open. Just um, um, know that people are around you to help you. Um, and, and that they're, yeah, that they mean like they mean well, and I know it's like it's frustrating. Like, no, I mean, sometimes, like, when I went through anxiety, when I went through depression, it was just like, no matter what I do, like, no matter what I did, I was just feeling those emotions. And like, no matter what anyone would tell me, I would just shut everything off, you know. And and we have to be careful. <laughs> and number one, like, the number one thing is like, number one, number one, don't over stress, don't overwork yourself. Like, just know that if you feel like you're going 100 miles a minute and you're you love that and you feed off of that, just know when you're like it is building up to something that could be dangerous. So that is like um, it is much easier to prevent something <laughs> than to than to treat it once it happens. So hopefully people can realize like, oh, I'm a very like high energy type person. If I do this, that could be taking on too much for me for my like capacity. This could be feeding my anxiety. This could be feeding my depression and to cut people out of that are too um, toxic um, and to, and to find those that will help make you feel comfortable, you know, and will help and, and that are there to support you um, and not there to um, make you even more stressed and, and, and more anxious, you know, um, and, and um, possibly, you know, depressed. So just to try, just like realize in your head that like, okay, um, right now I'm feeling in an improvisation class with uh, Shannon, they would say to, you know, um, try and like wrap a string around each of your thoughts and then label them um, so that that way you're like recognizing what's going on. It's, it's very meditative. Um, and you can say like, okay, this is a worry thought. This is a... Uh, this is a stressful thought. This is going on here. So, you know, what can I do 
to either, um, you know, maybe it's something that you have to just like take a step back from, um, and then just, uh, implement it later, but in a smaller, like, it's just, you gotta like figure out a way to maybe organize a little bit better, but it is very hard. You know, everyone goes through a different situation, um, when it comes to dealing with their anxiety or depression and so on and so Mm -hmm. forth. Exactly. Thanks for that. And then and, also like, um, sorry, also um, being open to things that may help you heal and recover, whether it's taking time off to um, handle your anxiety and to to fully recover from it. Um, I highly support that, you know, maybe taking an hour a day to address it, to meditate, to whatever it is that you think will help you. Like for me, it was watching like Colombo, not going to lie, because it old <laughs> are very relaxing and they're very easy to take naps to. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then also just like something that brings you a sense of comfort, um, a sense of joy um, and finding that like I would paint. I love painting. It's very meditative. I'm playing with colors. I'm not having to think about anything, but the fact that I'm looking at these like pretty colors, you know, like, and that can be very healthy for our minds and our bodies yeah. uh, in a different way that you may not re- have realized before. I could not paint. Like I, I stress this, like I'm not a painter. <laughs> I, but I took it up just because I thought um, I enjoyed like, just like, putting and and then pretty soon I was getting like pretty good at painting I would take some art classes um just because it was just very relaxing um and it was something I could do to help soothe my anxiety my yeah and then I I, I recently just got into I recently just got into painting myself matter of fact it was I want to say either yeah it was Saturday me and my friend we just did a uh sip and paint and we you know we painted and we didn't really have anything in mind like I was just like I'm just gonna paint whatever comes to me you know and it was so soothing I was like okay this is gonna be my new thing yeah yeah and it it doesn't it doesn't have to be something you're good at to help you you know It, it, it can be something you never really realized before and if something's not working now just keep your heart open keep your mind open in receiving things that may have helped you, you may have never realized could help you before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and back to the uh, songwriting. Uh, have you ever heard uh, Sia's demo of uh, Diamonds that she wrote for Rihanna? Oh, no. What? Oh, what? my goodness. Okay, so basically, she has the instrumental you know, and uh, this is another, uh, this is actually something uh, I learned from her. And basically, uh, the demo is playing, and, you know, she's, like, speaking in gibberish, you know, like, you know, and she's, like, she'll probably say, I want to say a couple of lines, but it's never a full sentence. Like, she'll be, like, shine bright, yeah and yeah look it up on youtube and she's literally like letting the universe bring her the music you know she's literally you know just accepting what comes and uh that's actually how she writes all the time and like say for instance she'll take the words that make sense and she'll like okay how can i 
fill in the blanks here. I got shine bright. You know, what can I put here? And I thought that was awesome the first time I heard it. And also, I was watching an episode of uh, Victorious. It was actually the birthday week song because I'm a huge Victorious fan. And uh, it was the episode where Andre was trying to help uh, Tori write a song for, you know, her birthday. And she was like, he was like, okay, how does Trina make you feel? And, you know, she was like, she drives me crazy sometimes, but I really want to say I love her. And he was like, all right, you drive me crazy, but have I told you lately that I love you? You're the only reason that I'm not afraid to fly. Not afraid to fly. Oh, my God. I used to listen to that song nonstop. Yeah, uh, and th- you're the what? reason, you're the reason why. Yeah, I used to, I used to listen to that song all the time. <laughs> Man, that show had some bops, especially uh, "Take a Hint." Hello, like I feel like every girl has needed to say that song to at least one guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. That's that's so funny. That's like, oh man, it brings me back. <laughs> I'm telling you, what's your most embarrassing theater moment? I'll start with mine. So okay. I was, um, I'm lactose intolerant, and you know those shows where like you have a matinee and um, you have another show in the evening, and it would be crazy to leave because you know they're almost right next to each other, and gas is expensive in Texas, so. I basically was in Sweeney Todd. I was Toby and I was, I didn't eat breakfast. Oh no. You know, I was starving and Mrs. Lovett brought some very delicious brownies. Uh And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just eat this and hopefully nothing happens. And I ate like five of them because I was starving and my stomach was like going crazy. Oh and, no. You know, and, and this was during the scene. Well, you know, I'm like, I'm like, nothing's gonna harm you. No, I'm around. Uh-oh. And so like I was like, okay, I got it. And I wasn't really thinking, but I was like, okay, I will release this on my high note and hopefully, you know, nobody <laughs> will hear it. And it'll probably be silent anyways. And one thing about me when it comes, I'm not like this anymore, but when I was younger, blocking used to be automatic for me. Like I would get there on autopilot. And so, you know, I stood up, you know, I stand up cause you know, that's a very meaningful scene right there. Like he, you know, and I think that's something in Sweeney Todd that nobody ever gets. Like, you got Mrs. Lovett over here, you know, faking it, saying, oh, yeah, nothing's gonna, you know, nothing's gonna harm you. You have nothing to worry about. And he's, you know, powerfully singing, no, demons will charm you with. And so, you know, I was like, okay, on that note, I'm just gonna, you know, let it out. Probably gonna be silent anyways. And I stood up. And, you know, I farted right in Mrs. Lovett's face and I forgot, you you know, and and I didn't even know that we were mic'd. That's the bad part. And it was loud. Like, the mic caught it. People (laughs) in the back were, like, dying. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, this is the, uh, this is a very serious show. And you got people getting ready to come on trying to, like, mask their laughter and so i'm thinking oh snap uh well hopefully nobody because i know it was mike because i heard it 
you know, and I was like, hopefully nobody, you know, will hear it, you know. And so pretty much at the end of the show, we actually tell the audience, thank you. When they came up to me, that's all they said was, oh, it's natural. Oh, it happens. Like people were literally coming to me directly just to let me know they heard it. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> oh my god well now you have a story to tell for the rest of your life <laughs> right what's yours oh gosh you know i was thinking about it i don't really have too many like uh, super embarrassing i i know i have like these moments that i was just like uh cringe <laughs> but uh i know okay so i played joe in little women and if you know mm. that show it is so like demanding um, yeah. and it was just like, like a community theater, but I still loved it. Um, I was so happy to play that role because it like, um, Joe like emulates a lot of who I am. <laughs> so, um, yeah. and it was so cool. And then like another time I played, uh, Beth, which was very emotional. Um, but, and when I was playing Joe, I, um, so I was like belting, I found this like karaoke app and the other people were singing and I would like join them and I'd sing along with them. I forgot what it was called, but I was like, this is so cool. Like the night before opening night, I was like belting it. I was like, this is awesome. I was like belting, I was singing. And then my mom like came in. She's like, hey, shouldn't you rush your voice for that very intensive show that you have tomorrow? I was like, nah, it's <laughs> fine. I got this. And I, but I didn't drink anything that day. And then the main song, like you've heard Astonishing, right? Like Astonishing, yeah. I'll find my way. Well, like literally, um, my voice was shot. Like, and as I was singing this song, like every note was like, I'll find my way. Like, I don't, I could not control it. And I just think it's because I didn't drink any water that day. I was belting yeah. the night before. And also like leading up to that point, it's just a lot of singing. It's a lot of talking and like you get no breaks, no whatsoever. And I was just tired. I didn't sleep. And like literally opening night, I just botched it. I, I felt so bad. Like I, like I planned, like I was like nailing it in rehearsal. I was crushing it. I was doing so well. And then all of a sudden, like I, this is like a note to everyone, like rest your voice. Like you're like, same thing if you pull a muscle and you're, and like back to the gym reference, right? Metaphor. Like if you exercise your voice, like yes, you will be better as a singer. And then you can like keep exercising it. You should be able to like belt notes um, as you go along. But then the same thing, like, if you over-exercise your voice, it will not work with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, like, same thing. Like, it will not work with you. So that was, of course, like, I, I redeemed myself in the second half because I drank a ton of water. I was, like, resting my voice. Like, we had a 15-minute intermission, so I was drinking tons of water. And then, like, it came back. It was fine. But I was just, like, note to me. Like, don't overdo it, Abby. Like, it was just so embarrassing. I was, uh, huh. It's like dream world, my opening night. I was like, oh, find my way. <laughs> oh my god. I was yeah. like, wow, this is a nightmare. Oh my god. Yeah. Um now, but now, now what's your greatest theater moment? Mine is you remember the thingy? The thingy? The musical theater thingy. Oh yes. Yeah, for those of you who's listening, we, our musical theater teacher had this thing called the thingy, and he called it a thingy because he was too lazy to name it, so, you know, there you go, but um, <laughs> it was during the thingy, and it was in the, uh, you guys did it in the black box too, right? Yes, yes. 
Great. Okay, so I can paint a picture. So basically, um, we are on the last song. Uh, One of my classmates, Ethan Mullins, who has an incredible voice, he was, you know, singing, this is the moment, you know, this is the moment of us all. And at the end, we all, like, rushed back in for, you know, a bow. And the way the uh, black box is made, the the uh, seats are actually higher than the um, than the uh, stages, and literally everybody gave us a standing ovation. And you know, this is gonna sound you know kind of cocky, but like seeing all those people stand up and clap around me, like it was so magical. Like it just did something to me. I was like, this is this must be the equivalent to having a kid, you know, because <laughs> it felt so cool. I mean, I've never felt like that. I've never felt that emotion in my life before. Yeah, It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Live theater is incredible. And just like, ah, uh, man, it's just like the energy. It is so weird how it works. You know, it's just like, wow, I can feel that the audience is going to be a good crowd tonight. Like what? <laughs> It's just like yeah. so strange because you know you get out there and you're just like oh this is a good like I've but you can tell like energy wise whether or not you know it they're like excited or not they're just like nah it's oh it's cool to be here you know you just like the energy every show that I've ever performed, the energy yes like that feeling though you get when they like standing ovation and then it's like oh my god. It's a uh, live theater is in- incredible, and then, um, uh, yeah, that I mean, that's so cool that you guys, yeah. I mean, and I, yeah, I've definitely had some of those moments. Um, but I guess the the highlight, uh, let's see, uh, well, I definitely really ha- so my very first year of okay, definitely this story, you gotta tell. Um, it's my very first year at Colin, right? And I just got, um, man, this was an honor. Um, there was a scholarship called the Wendy Brantley um, Memorial uh, Scholarship. Mm-hmm. And it was for most promising incoming theater student. And Brad Baker had awarded me this. Um, as I was coming in, I, I talked to him and I heard about Wendy. She was a student at Colin who passed away. And man, I was just getting emotional. And um, <laughs> and I was after talking with Brad, he was like, I I feel comfortable giving you this scholarship. And I was like, oh, my God. And so that was just a tidal wave of emotions. And then I just remember my first time meeting Gail. I thought she was hilarious because uh, she did like a little speech at um, at for the the um, during the award ceremony. There were other people there getting inducted in the Hall of Fame and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um and I remember my first time meeting Gail and then I uh, accepted the award and I was basically in tears because Wendy's mom was there as well. Oh. Um, so um, it just meant a lot. Um, and then um, as I was in Colin, I, there was a show going on and Gail Cronauer was the director, which I've already like going into Colin. I heard great things about her. Um, I actually went to Colin for her i saw that she yeah. had because uh, i was doing theater all my life and i saw that they were offering uh acting for film class and i was like okay yeah, nice yeah yeah, yeah. want to do then... this and yeah and it's funny because like i took her acting i think 
three, is it? I took her acting three, and she started off the class with, does anybody, does anybody uh, get offended easily by cursing? And we were like, <laughs> oh, and she was like, oh, fuck, thank God. Okay. <laughs> Fuck! Thank God. Yeah, I do remember. Oh my gosh, so many stories. So she, we like, yeah. no, like no, set no, up no, the stage, and then they'd be like, "No, Gail, the chair has to go over there." And then she'd be like, "Oh, we got to put it all the way the fuck over there." <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's funny. literally three act. There's literally three types of acting teachers, and I feel like Brad, uh, Gail, and Shannon make up. All, all the three stereotypical <laughs> because I have friends in other countries and in other states and they tell me about their theater classes and I was like are you sure girls oh. not over there like, geez, like, <laughs> that's like like say for instance my friend goes to KD and there's a um uh, a teacher named Liz who's literally like if Gail was in her 30s, that would be Liz. And it's funny because <laughs> um, she was like, well, our class usually starts off with a rant about something that has nothing to do with the class. And then she gets to the lesson. And I was like, oh, that's every theater teacher I've had. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I Oh man, it's so funny though. So, um, my very, I'll say, so I wasn't, Gail probably doesn't know this. <laughs> um, I wasn't, so the very first year, you know, it's interesting what they tell you, um, when going into colleges, like I had this whole college prep audition class and, um, this is Mariana Denard. She's an incredible teacher and, um, for people going into musical theater and like that, super helpful. But then I went to Colin because I was like, I got accepted into the Hart School of Music, Theater and Dance, but it was extremely expensive. Um, and then a couple um, other <laughs> colleges as well. Um, but then I decided, you know, I'm not really sure, you know, if I want this extraneous, like, career the rest of my life. Do I have to audition for my life? Like, this is crazy. Um, so I was interested in learning about music, film, and television. And so I went to Colin. And um, the very first, like, class with Brad, he was like, there's a there's a show it's called our town and in college prep courses they're like um we advise you know people don't you know audition for shows their very first year because they're just getting settled so let the you know juniors and seniors and stuff go for it and so I was very tentative I did not you know I was like Gail seems like very knowledgeable I think I'm gonna learn you know and then maybe apply and then maybe audition some and then and then see what goes on um um, and but I read about this show that Gail was directing, and I really like. I just love the message behind it. It just had like, um, it was uh, our town, and after you know, Brad was like, "You guys should just go and audition, just to go and audition," you know. And I was like, "Okay." And then after reading about it, I was like, "Okay." Um, and then I auditioned, and I got called back. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, and so I ended up being cast as Emily. Um, the lead in our town. And that was, I mean, that was like the highlight for me. Um, just my very first year, just being so welcomed. Um, and that show was such an incredible experience. And just like what I learned from Gail, I'm so happy I auditioned. Um, just like, uh, this is a little aspects and details throughout the show and, um, you know, um, applying myself in that role. And then, um, I mean, obviously, like I had a lot of acting classes and coaching, like leading up to that point. And then I just learned so much from Gail in that show and then other shows that we've done, we did at Colin and 
um, and then class of like her classes. And um, when I was casting the Heidi Chronicles, she gave me like, so there were three different roles. One was like a very like what she would say, like thinking role um, and then a, like a willful role and then an emotional role. So like I had a couple of different like and I just learned a lot in, in her direction and um, and in applying my teaching to roles. And, and it was very cool. So um, that was definitely a highlight for me. It was just like uh, um, like. I'm just getting cast like right away. <laughs> yeah, it's just very gratifying. I was just very grateful and humbled, and and I was so excited just to be learning under Gail in in a role, like a like a part. And then um, it's just like the the remarks I heard afterwards, and then even like Les Mis, I was an ensemble role, but I'd have people come up to me afterwards saying like, "Wow!" And it was mainly because you know I was applying a lot of what I learned, even just like I my part didn't really have like a huge like speaking part I was just ensemble um but people would say like I was just watching you like I was just like what is going on in her head right now when is she about to burst out in the song and so it was it was just like it's very cool like my experience at Colin was a really great experience yeah that's awesome that you know well that just shows that you're not an ensemble person you know and, and there, <laughs> there's not a, and some people aren't you know like they're literally watching you like I bet she's the main character I bet she's gotta you know she's gotta have her own part you know <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. No, but that's what, what's so great and then this whole like there was a, these group of girls they were maybe like 17 to 20 years old they came out they were like you were amazing and I was like me wait what like yeah. I was ensemble but that goes to show you like how impactful you can be in an exactly. ensemble role in any kind of role so um yeah it was just it was really cool and then I mean, obviously, like I've been in a lot of musicals and and different things like that. I, I I relate to what you were saying with like the feeling you get afterwards and with applause, and it's just very. I mean, you you never really forget those moments. Yeah, and and like say for instance, another thing I like about Gail, and I've literally never seen this before. Director that I've worked with that doesn't give a fuck who you are. She has no favorites. Yeah, and that was that's what I appreciated. I think she just like she appreciated like what I you know was working on, and like I had this monologue already prepared for these colleges that I went and I auditioned with. Um, it was from oh gosh, I love to play. Oh man, ah, um, the rain, the rainmaker. Um, and I had this already prepared. It was a classical show and I had this monologue prepared for colleges. And I was just like, this is perfect for our town. And I applied it and uh, man, I worked so damn hard on that monologue and you could tell it paid off. And then I, when I went and I had the call back, um, I mean, that was, and then the next day you see your name on the list is like Emily Webb, Abby Killen. It's like, ah, like it's amazing feeling to know that like, Hey, like, (laughs) You're you're here. You did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, uh, and um, again, um, you know, like she could have chosen someone that and that was like, you know, it's their senior year or whatever. And and but you know, um, and I highly respect her. You know, her decisions and and why she makes them. So, yeah, um, yeah. And, and 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 like, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking anybody that no, me does, neither. That does have favorites, Brad, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm just kidding. No, me and Brad actually, no, like, 
because I've done directing too, and you know, coming from from a directing aspect, you know, I actually understand why you know people you know would have favorites because they want somebody that they know will execute and get the job done. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, but um, but 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 no, we've and it's funny because I uh was like joking with him uh when I was in class one day. Um, he needed a piano moved, and it was me and some other guy. And I was like, "I'll move it." And I was like, "Does this mean I'm your favorite now?" And so he, <laughs> he, he addressed it in class. He was like, "I know you guys think that I have favorites or whatever, and I do." <laughs> you know, but yeah, uh, that's just how it is. I mean, that's that's the name of the game. It's just so you never know. It's kind of it, like the exactly. same thing when you like. In college, you kind of have to like figure out what your professor likes, and then just write the paper the way that they want it to be written. <laughs> exactly, but but no, like what you said to piggyback on what you just said, I actually liked that because in Hollywood, you will have favorites. Like my friend was telling me, it is you know, a hard lesson, yeah, to realize. Yeah, my friend was telling me there's so many times when you know, he wanted, he was in Hollywood and he was wanting to audition for this role and he know he knew he had it. And then Channing Tatum walks in and he just grabs his keys and gets in the car and goes to Sonic. Right. You know, you know? Yeah, and it's just like, it's all about who you know. But like with Gail, at least, you know, um, she gave me that, ex- like a different experience, like a spir- an experience that was just like, I don't know. It's just like there are people, there are both people out there. So it's good to know both. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Oh, man. Um, mm, oh, um, as far as like if you're getting too stressed out, um, I really like, and this is just from a, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know why this is coming to mind. It's more like, uh, like mentally, like if you're taking on too much, just like take a step back. Also, um, um, breathe in the roses, blow out the candle. That was one of the things that like, I was like, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Like breathe in, smell the roses, blow out the candle. Um, that was just something that, um, you know, I, I, I've always like thought of fondly cause that person helped me get through, you know, really tough point in my life um but i think that's very i mean generally it's pretty generic but um that's always kind of helped me it's just kind of like you know um take a step back you know not everything has to be done within an hour you know you can you can take some time to breathe you can also um take time off to take time to yourself really focus your energy on recovering um really focus your energy on um you know you for a minute um and not the world around you i think that's i think um where i kind of learned from that yeah that that was actually beautiful promise me we're gonna write a song together called breathe in the roses blow out <laughs> i love that yeah that would be so dope yeah. um what's your top three musical theater shows of all time uh that i was in or that i loved just period like it could be because i don't know maybe you were in one of the musicals that you just love but the top three musical oh man i really love man Les miserable is like beautiful and gorgeous i actually saw like another highlighting moment uh was in the thingy the musical theater thingy i actually played um as we were doing like a reverse role 
you could play a guy and I played um, yeah, yeah on uh, cross gender week I remember that <laughs> yes yeah it was cross gender week right and I played um I think Mary's right um he sings like empty chairs and empty empty tables mm. and uh I like people came up to me afterwards saying that I made them cry and it was just like a 30 bar or there's 30 bars of a song um but it was like very like I mean I was very emotional singing the song it was cool to experience that um so um yeah definitely that uh gosh i love i mean she loves me is so sweet i love that musical. thank you you Not know she loves know me and, nobody um, knows that musical but I you also and me i swear shout out to katie moyes williams i saw that show um for the first time live um yeah. katie moyes williams killed that role um along with some other artists oh um, uh, yeah zachary levi he was in uh the uh reboot of it the uh oh yeah 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 like local this was uh yeah in the um gosh there's a community theater in lewisville i forget the name of it now um but yeah she like crushed that role and i got to see it live but yeah zachary levi was in it it's a very like not well-known musical i highly recommend people look it up try and go see it if they can see it because i just love i mean the music in it is so pretty and then it's so cute like he brought me vanilla ice cream like it's so cute like it's like oh my god i don't know it's just like it's very unique yeah (laughs) like she like she like instantly like loves this guy because she brought him a tub of she brought (laughs) he brought her a tub of vanilla ice cream like it's (laughs) Yeah, like I love, I feel like, and I don't know why people don't like classical theater, like uh, songs like She Loves Me, Singing in the Rain, those are actually really good shows, but people like seem like, oh, we like Rent, and not to say that Rent is bad, because it's actually in my top three, but the classics, man, you know? Oh, well, there's just like a, it's just a different like vibe, I mean, it's just like two different things, and like, uh, I also like that um, there was like, um, man, when I was auditioning for musical theater, um, I worked with Stephen Lutback. Have you ever heard of A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder? Yes. Amazing, amazing musical. Hilarious. And he actually wrote the musical and won a Tony Award for it. And it was so funny seeing my teacher like up on stage, like with this Tony Award. I was like, this is crazy. Um, yeah. but he, I mean, he helps people audition for musical theater. And so I would have Skype lessons with him and, uh, he would, uh, he would, um, he would give me so many different songs that I never knew existed. I mean, that's how I knew, heard about, she loves me. Um, that's how I heard about, um, a couple other different shows. Um, um, gosh, what is that? I mean, there's so many ones that were that's just some really fun amazing uh, like classical songs that I never knew existed and of course like a gentleman's guide to love and murder is like a masterpiece and he's a genius um so shout out to Stephen Loveback (laughs) he's incredible yeah I highly recommend everyone should look like look him up and see the similar work he does it's like what it's incredible um and then I guess definitely Hamilton like Lin-Manuel Miranda is also fantastic and um yeah I don't gosh yeah I totally get what you mean though by like uh I feel like classical music doesn't get as much recognition just because like it's not today but I mean some of the stuff is today but you don't realize it because it's just not very well heard of or known yeah (laughs) what was that three musicals like I was waiting for more (laughs) 
I know, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like my, I can never narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. My time, like, uh, there's so many good ones. It's like reverses, reverses. Now, what are some of your dream musical theater roles, whether you've done them already or not? What are they? Oh, man. So, yes, uh, Hamilton, I just want to play Elizabeth Schuyler. That is my life. <laughs> like, I would like, oh, man, I would sing Burn over and over again. That I, that was um, actually going to be because I have some shows that I want you to do. So that was actually one of mine, actually. Oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So uh, Elizabeth Schuyler. Um also, uh, man, Joe again in Little Woman would be awesome. I, it's just been forever since I played it. I just love that role. Um, and then, I mean, Beth is also amazing too. Don't get me wrong. And yeah. I actually paired with um, um, Katie Moyes Williams was Joe, and then I was Beth. And then um, Kate. Um, shout out to the Little Women crew. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that was such a sweet show to be a part of, and it's just, um, oh, it's just awesome. And then uh, with that cast, it was incredible. And uh, Billy, Billy Betzel, I love him. Um, and gosh, let's see, other musicals. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, Hamilton's like a dream. Also, though, I want to be, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but I really want to play George Washington. <laughs> could actually they interviewed uh Linwell Miranda and they were like uh would you be like would you allow cross gender roles and he was like yeah uh, no. yeah Dude. he was like the gauntlet has been thrown down the most I resonate the most with George Washington but not like in a like accurately historical sense just with like in the fact that he's like a leader he wants to get shit done like and he needs like he's open to like um you know advice i mean with hamilton and like i don't know i just feel like that role i love like the power in his voice and all of his songs i love like he's the one that sings yeah. like the uh you have no control who lives who dies who tells your story and it's like so yeah. powerful and like and, makes me cry Ugh. yeah and he actually went to uh george washington's house to uh try to get because the character was hard for him because yeah. George Washington owned slaves. Of course, so he, yeah. Yeah, so so he was like the hardest thing was taking away uh that hate and that remorse and actually getting into the character cuz it's hard to play a character that you don't understand or that you're bad at cuz you can't Oh really yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. So, and yeah. here's the thing also as well. Like I um I'm totally aware that I think everyone's aware that like this Hamilton thing was obviously made and like, like kind of twisted for Broadway. Right. And to Mm -hmm. me, I'm looking at it more of in a um, more of in like a legacy sense and things like that. But obviously, yes, like that role would be extremely challenging. I mean, Jefferson even as well owned slaves and, (laughs) and um, it's played by um, David Dix. So there's a lot that like um i mean and then for his role as well it's just huh but at the same time it's i feel like the the show is stressing more of the legacy i mean the color purple is an incredible musical which is also one of my tops um and i feel like that is more stressing like 
hard part, you know, and then they didn't go into that, I think, for a reason, and that reason was more to inspire people to have a legacy, um, and that's what I felt for the show. I didn't necessarily feel like I was, like, picking apart George Washington for that reason, or for, like, for reasons that, you know, were more historically accurate and so on and so forth, so. Yeah, and did it, uh, James Monroe, uh, actually, because uh, I know he was in the uh, adaptation because he was in the second string. Oh, yeah, he played uh, Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, David Diggs, and then yeah. James Madison was played by um, uh, someone else. I forget his name. No, no, no. Uh, are you familiar with uh, James Monroe? Oh, oh, yes, 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 but. Yeah, so there was James. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of James Madison. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, J- uh, James Monroe was on the second leg. He wasn't a part of the original cast. But when I found out that Genie was gonna be playing Lafayette, I I lost my shit. Because oh, he's I- like, yeah, he's like my favorite uh, Genie, and and he actually played Phil in Hercules the musical, which a lot of people I don't haven't seen, but they like it's very underrated. Love it. Oh my gosh. I never even knew that. That's awesome. You, you didn't know there was a Hercules the musical? Well, no, I didn't know he played the uh, Phil. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Are you excited for the uh, live action Hercules? Yes. I just, you know, everybody wants Ariana Grande to uh, be Meg. I don't because, like, I don't get me wrong. I love Ariana Grande, but if she's that character, you won't see Meg. You'll be like, "Oh, Ariana Grande is in Hercules." You know what I mean? I would prefer 